Welcome to the Lady Lawyer League podcast. They're a league of lady lawyers in an all-female law firm in Omaha, Nebraska called Hightower Ref Law. On this podcast, you'll hear stories of what it's like to be a lady lawyer and an entrepreneur. Now it's time to talk about the law, share real-life stories about representing clients, and discuss the current events of the week. It's the Lady Lawyer League podcast with Susan Ref and Tracy Hightower Henny. All right, so we are back, um, and today we're going to talk about pro bono work in general. Um, and again, with us today is Megan Mosslander from Legal Aid of Nebraska. Woo-hoo. So um, obviously, Legal Aid is a huge part of our pro bono work at Hightower Ref Law. And we have Deanna again. Yay. Um, so thanks for listening to our podcast. And I think this is a really important topic as um, our listener, lawyer listeners, mm-hmm. get on board with the pro bono. Yeah, I love pro bono. If you're not already on board, right. Mm-hmm. So the legal definition of pro bono, wait, I don't think it's legal. Uh, the official, the official Google definition of pro bono. <laughs> there's a couple different ones. And I think the lat, you know, it, pro bono is a Latin phrase. And specifically, it means for the public good. Mm-hmm. And but when you dig deeper into that, it actually means the offering of free services. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about pro bono in what Hightower Ref Law does, we're we're talking about those things and services that we provide as attorneys where we don't get paid. Mm-hmm. And there's as we were like preparing for the topic, Deanna and I were like, yeah, and there's this and this and this. And like, I think we really love doing pro bono work at Hightower Ref Law. And yes. those are the things personally that keep me going. Yes, 100 percent. I mean, that's why I got this stupid degree in the first place was to. <laughs> I thought you were going to say stupid job. Yeah. <laughs> This, you know, no, 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 but that's why I got this whole dang license in the first place is to give back and to help as much as I can, because like Megan has said before, the need is huge. And, you know, not being able to afford an attorney is such a prohibitive event. So the more that we can do in our free time to actually improve the world, you know, yes, and it doesn't have to be 20 hours. I think sometimes when you think about, oh, I'm going to do pro bono work or I'm going to do volunteer work for Mm non-attorneys. It doesn't have to be a huge time sink, right? It can be two, three, four hours. Like a a legal aid clinic. Yeah. (laughs) So many opportunities for pro bono um, at Legal Aid of Nebraska. And if you haven't listened to our episode about Legal Aid of Nebraska, go back and listen to that and then come back and listen to this. Do it. Click all the links. Donate money. Yes. (laughs) Donate time. (laughs) And I think, though, I want to point out here, if you all have seen... Uh, the images and graphics for our podcast, which include all of our attorneys in superhero gear, that is truly what, you know, when we talked about that and what Deanna just said, why I got the stupid degree, (laughs) is because also for me, it's like, I feel like it's a superpower that we have as attorneys Mm -hmm. that use it wisely or you can use it for bad, right? Like in the Mm -hmm. Marvel comics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... You know, we believe that it is a way for us to do good in the community. Um, So I think we want to talk about some of the things that we do at Hightower Ref Law as pro bono. And Deanna, I want you to tell us some of the things that you do because you're doing amazing. (laughs) Yes. Um, With this stupid degree. With this freaking piece of paper um, (laughs) that I still haven't framed yet. I'm I'm not sure. Anyway, I know where it is, I think. Um, Is it rolled up? It's somewhere in my house. Mine had creases in it by the time I went to uh, frame it, and I was like, okay, well. This is what you get. It'll flatten out, I guess. I don't know. Um, So I always promote, first and foremost, the um, free legal clinic that's in South Omaha that is Mm -hmm. 
um, run by Peshek Law Office. Um, it is for Spanish speakers. It's located at 23rd and O at Our Lady of Guadalupe um, Church. And it's every Monday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Um, sometimes there's holiday you know, pauses. But anyway, so that is um, one of the only, if not the only, clinic that is available for people who speak Spanish. So um, go there and send people to us there. Um, let's see. We also do a lot of the legal aid clinics. So Tracy and I talked about um, in another episode that you should all listen to um, the transfer on death deed clinic. Um, there's also we do. So there's the clean lawyers slate. and the clean slate. Um, and then our we have the transfer on death deeds. Yes. You know, and the pro se divorce. Pro se right? divorce yeah, clinic. Joy does those. Clinic. Name yep. change. Yep. Name changes. Which um, is so important for transgender folks, yes. you know, mm-hmm. to have their name. Be their actual name. Yeah, yes. what they what they the want their name to be. The thing with that clinic is we raise funds, so we cover some of the fees related. Mm-hmm. Because the fees can yes. be very cost prohibitive. So we raise mm-hmm. funds to cover some of those fees. Mm-hmm. And for those that are interested in any of our clinics, they can just check our website. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or follow us on social media. And sign up. So, yeah. Um, we also, High Tower Ref Law, a lot of us go to the Lawyers in the City clinics that are put on by the Heartland Family Services. Um, and that's kind of all kinds of different areas. So like when I went, I did some immigration and I did some family because those are, of course, my favorite things to do. Um, then there's also the Volunteer Lawyers Project. I know that mm-hmm. a lot of our attorneys, you know, take on those those cases like for the full term. But also, you know, I have done just a consultation with someone um, because she only spoke Spanish and I happen to speak some Spanish. Um, no. And, just like a little. Um, <laughs> and um, I was able to help her. You know, it was just a consultation, but I prepared her for her protection order hearing, and she ended up winning that hearing and being able to be protected from this Isn't man. Isn't that so amazing? I, so, I, that story just... And she did it herself. You yeah. know, I just gave her the tools. So I think that that's another thing that, you know, as attorneys... Sometimes, you know, like when we're in social settings and people are like, oh, can I ask you a question? And you're like, seriously, you're, you're like, at a no, party right now. I'm not like, on the no. clock. Pay me $200. But like when it comes to a point where someone is in need and we're not in that social mm-hmm. setting yeah. and you can spend 20 minutes to 40 minutes on the phone mm-hmm. and like literally change this person's life. Yes. That is what I think, you know, the joy of pro bono work is and yes. like using our superhero power. Yeah. I mean, you know, someone's got to freaking do it, you know. Yeah. Might as well be you. Yeah. <laughs> and I realize everybody says that they're busy. But what is 20 minutes? It's like dessert. Right. Or an hour. Yeah. There's always room. Yeah, there's, there's always room, room for yeah. dessert. I get it and fits in the cracks. I feel like for me, when I go out and do these presentations, I really say like, it doesn't have to be a lot of time. Yes. But your hour of time can, on, and I'm not saying it to just be like, please, please, but it can change someone's life. Yeah, sure. it's true. I mean. It, it's because, not a cliche. Yeah, no, it's real. It's, we know, and I say this a lot at Legal Aid. Many of the people that we support have already adverse feelings about the justice system. It's scary. Yeah, rightfully so. Right. Sometimes. They're, it's scary. So picking up that phone to call us yeah. is a huge act of strength. Yes. And I don't want to turn them down. Yes. So that's why volunteers are so important. Mm-hmm. And also, as I was telling you all before we started this, unfortunately, law is very white. Right. And my previous job working with low income students, oftentimes students of color were told they couldn't do law school Mm -hmm. or they couldn't make it. Or, you know, kids from low income backgrounds were told this by seeing, you know, 
people like Deanna, um, you know, people of color, women, powerful women out there, Woo-hoo. like, kicking butt. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Like, and I don't think you realize the impact of your work when kids see that, hey, if they did it, I can do it. Right. Yeah. So which is, you know, the University of Nebraska Omaha has the underserved legal opportunities mm-hmm. program um, that is aiming to kind of change this landscape. And it's not just students of color. It's students from rural areas, yes. it's students, from just any underserved population. Mm-hmm giving them the tools so that they can become attorneys yeah. and that they can change the lives of others. Yeah, the legal community is still um, male-dominated and white male-dominated. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, being a woman and then adding on being a woman of color is right. like an entirely different world. Mm-hmm. And but I was going to add to, you know, like Deanna, for your one experience in helping the woman prepare for mm-hmm. her protection order hearing on her own, that is also something that the the bench, meaning the judges, mm-hmm. appreciate too, because this woman is sure. coming in kind of knowing what she should bring up. And because I think people pro se, which means they represent themselves, mm-hmm. can go off on a rambling tangent. And the oh, judge yeah. is like, because ah, they don't know what's important. Yes. Like, and we deal with this when, when people call for a consultation, they'll be talking about all these things that to them are important. Yes. And emotionally, they're important. But legally, it, it means nothing, you know. And so helping people just focus the lens of what they need to even talk about. Yes. Yes. You know? And know the like, OK, when you go into the courtroom, you're going to sit at a table like that yes. stuff is. Yes. And extremely it's scary. Yes. It can be really, really scary. You know, so a lot of people have never even our clients have never had to be in a courtroom before. And it's like. Okay, like I'm here, you know, I will yes. also hold your hand if you want me to. Mm-hmm. Like I, I offer that. I don't know if we're supposed to, but um <laughs> I but think yeah. so another program that I'm really excited that we just started partnering with at Hightower Ref Law is Ivy Black Girl. Yes. And so Ivy Black Girl has a program where they're helping um women, black women start their own businesses. And so they have a program right now where there's five entrepreneurs. And so they need help with, you know, forming the correct business formation uh, with the Secretary of State or checking the filings or talking through contracts and they're, you know, getting leases on buildings and thing, and maybe even like hiring employees and all those things. So we're going to be, you know, offering um, basically free consultations to chat with them about what direction do they need to go in? Do they need more legal help? We mm-hmm. talk about, you know, working further than with those people. So... A lot can be accomplished in a one-hour conversation yes. with an attorney. I or mean, just to know, like, yep, that contract looks good. Let's spend the time talking about that. Or, nope, you filed all the right, you know, documents. And just to know that, like... That you did it right? Yes. Yes. That's huge. Yes. I get so many calls from people saying, you know, hey, like, I completed all these immigration forms. Can you just, like, check them? And the answer to that is, like, largely you need to pay me. But um, yeah, yeah. But, but just having the, the second opinion of someone whose job it is to know these things yes. is huge. Yeah. So I'm going to be the cheerleader. So, again, right, you are empowering communities of color. Mm-hmm to hopefully want to stay here in Omaha. We know there's a a bit of an exodus, but stay here. So shout out to all you do. Well, ID Black Girl is like such an amazing organization too. So Ashley just got named to like this huge women funding network board, which is like a huge conglomerate of cool people. Yes, yes. (laughs) But so that's the thing, right? You that's why I think people really look to Hightower Ref as like this legal model, right? Because you not only do your work and you do it really well. Thank you. Yeah, that's but you also give back in a way that we all need and you're just like super cool kick-ass ladies yeah well, and that's um, true you know everyone does oh, that's true 
I mean, the part about being super cool, kick-ass ladies. That part's definitely the, true. Like we, everyone, all the attorneys here, and a lot of staff, you know, everyone is also gives of their time in other ways. Like Joy and I both do partnership for kids, where we go to different high schools in the area. Mm-hmm. I, of course, um, picked South High because. Duh. Um, and we go <laughs> twice a month or sometimes more and we hang out with, you know, high schoolers and help them with school and life and just being there, being an adult mm-hmm. that they can confide in and trust and help. Um, we do that. I mean, um, I know Joy just got chosen for the new group of the new leaders council and that's going to be huge. Yes. Tracy, you did that. Yes. Um, I'm on the board of Metro Young Latino Professionals Association, which also called Milpa. So if you are you know, from the Omaha area and you are in some way employed, um, we can help you succeed in that. So They have fun parties. Very fun parties. We just had one and it was awesome. And I I want a bottle of wine that is now gone. Um, (laughs) As it should be. (laughs) As it should be. (laughs) Wine is meant Uh, to be drank. So like everyone does, you know, like Tracy is huge with giving of her time to um, securing judicial bypasses. For oh yes, and some listen to our separate podcast about judicial Ooh, that bypass. That was so interesting. Yes, mm. it's um, that podcast will tell you all the ins and outs of it. But I, I've done two judicial bypasses just this week, mm-hmm. and there is a third we're going to do next week. And the numbers now are so high mm-hmm. that we used to do about average ten a year. And I think, I mean, we're at the end of the year of twenty twenty one, and um, I think this year we've done like 20 this year. So yeah. And judicial bypass for the listeners um, is when a young person wants to have an abortion without the aid and consent of their parents. So we bypass the, that consent judicially and a judge uh, has a hearing and decides if if uh, they can have the abortion without the consent of their parents. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that process is super important um i can't imagine as a young person doing that on their own right. you know navigating the filing and then having a hearing with a judge and i just the one that i had this week i try to really prepare the young person as much as possible like we're you know describing the room mm-hmm. we're going to go into where they're going to sit cuz they're terrified right. they're terrified that like their parent might be in the courtroom which is super unlikely and you know but someone's going to see them right and i forgot to tell this young person that she was going to get sworn in so literally she's already super nervous and the judge says okay raise your right hand and she looked at the judge like like why what are you talking about yeah and then she like was frozen and i was like it's okay just it's just right procedure. Hand, just put it in the air you know and i was like oh my god i failed <laughs> i totally forgot to tell her that but it's like that is the shit that is so terrifying for yeah. anyone right not just a young person for, but yes and this is why it's so important that attorneys use your damn degree and your license yes. to help people because i mean you know when i'm in immigration court i remember when i was even just a law student i, I was helping on a case and i was sitting in the gallery with the family and the the consequences are so dire that you know if we're in immigration court you're in deportation proceedings that's that's the whole purpose of it and, you know, I'm sitting there with the family and they have never been to a court before. They don't know how to act. They don't know what's going on. And you yeah. know, just sit being with them and explaining this is what's happening. This is how this is yes. going to work. Okay. Just and like, a person just a, that they can trust. Or maybe saying, like, I often will say, at least to my judicial bypass people, like, I'm going to be with you at every step of the way. Right. We're going to do this together. You're like, just saying those mm-hmm. things, I think, like, for all clients, see someone, right. like, I mean, the stress go off their shoulders. And that's yes. what we say, right? People generally, especially like your law firm or legal aid, they're not coming to us or Planned Parenthood. Like a lot of them, a lot of people that are coming to us 
aren't coming to us because they're happy, right? Yeah. Oh, it's they're right the now. best day of their lives. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're already stressed to the max. And we know yeah. what stress does to our body, like emotionally, you know, every mm-hmm. way. And then, like, to go into a, like, I didn't, I was just watching eviction court and I'm like terrified. I wasn't yes. there. And I got a letter from like a credit card I use that the company was filing for bankruptcy or something. I work with 50 attorneys at Legal Aid and I was like, what, what is this do? letter? Yes. Like I called one of the attorneys and I'm like, I just sent you a picture. Like, what is this? Right. And she's like, it's just like a notice. It's fine. <laughs> but for you, that yeah. meant a lot. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, you don't even really have to keep it. Yes. And I was like, oh, because you, you well, got that in the mail. And I don't, and especially if it's, you know, I think about our clients, especially like around um, COVID or right. bankruptcy or whatever. If it's not in Spanish. Right. And you can't read Spanish. Who, who, what happens is when people, because they have no other option, they're, they're not aware of their options, their 10-year-old child is sitting yes. there trying to frantically interpret this mm-hmm. legal document who, the yes. child is a child. They don't know legal right. terminology. And then it, the, the pressure of saving their family is on their little baby shoulders, you know? Right. So that's why I think it's so amazing that Peshagla has created this clinic because that, that is a lot of what we do is people come in and they say, I got this letter or I got this notice or... <laughs> you know, I don't know what to do next. And we just kind of explain like what's going on. And it's just someone who can help and your actual family so mm-hmm. that you don't have to deal with all of this terrifying world by yourself. You yes. know, because well, because the worst thing you can do sometimes in that situation is, is ignore the letter, is ignore right. it, you know, yes. but I think that's the sometimes the natural yeah, know, it's like, aggression. Uh, is I don't that, have time. Yeah. Or the more I think about it, I don't want to know the answer. Yes. And so I'm just going to ignore it. And we then, see that a lot with eviction court. Yeah. Yes. People just don't show up. So when I was at eviction court watching, I was in the courtroom and they were like, you know, this person didn't show this person. If you don't show, you're automatically evicted. If right. you call legal aid, which I know is scary, mm-hmm. we might be able to keep you in your home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So don't avoid those letters, yes. right? Like call. Even if we can't help you, we'll try. Still call. There are people that will try, you know, to help you. And I realize that we have to give some no's, right? Like you can't volunteer everywhere. None of us can give all of our time. Legal aid can't help every client. But we will sure try. It's better than just ignoring because some of that goes on your record forever, forever. right? Or if you're, you know, in immigration proceedings or you have an immigration case, there's the Nebraska Immigration Legal Assistance Hotline, mm-hmm. which was started by Legal, legal Aid. Aid, that is now run by the um, Immigrant Legal mm-hmm. Center and a bunch of other partner organizations. But um, that's another thing. You get a notice to appear or some sort of hearing notice in the mail. And if you don't speak English or yes. if you, you know, are afraid of what's good, if you miss your immigration hearing, you're ordered to be deported. So yeah. it, the consequences are huge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely call, get help sooner rather than later. Don't wait till the day before or the day of. To and I ask. probably shouldn't give this shout out, but I often do this because... Those of you that know me really well, like Tracy, I don't say no very often. So if you don't know where to send someone, people can always reach out to me at Legal Aid. My network is pretty large because I used to do statewide work. I worked for really cool places like ACLU and Nebraskans for Against the Death Penalty. So I will try to at least direct you mm-hmm. because I think the lesson here is don't just ignore. Right. right? Yes. Call, email, try to find a source. Is it going to mm-hmm. be perfect? Like, but maybe we can do full help, but we can get you partial help. You know, like sometimes I might be able to get somebody $25 of the groceries when maybe they needed 100 mm-hmm. but, but it's better than nothing. Yeah. And so, or I might be able to call a friend and be like, 
just tell me what this form means. Right? Yeah, and I think that's the thing about pro bono. Like, it's better than nothing, right? Yes. And and I think the takeaway for this episode is attorneys, get off your ass yeah. and do some mm-hmm. pro bono work. And do what you're supposed to do. I mean, we're charged with helping people. <laughs> like, yeah. that's our job. Just, we're advocates. Like, there's, there is some sort of avenue that you can use what you already right. know yes. to help someone immensely oh, and yeah. find and what that is. even if you don't is. know, like at Legal Aid, we will help train you. Yes. That, well, Legal yes. Aid will find yeah. what avenue yeah. you yeah. can yeah. use. Yeah. They're yeah. the one-stop well, shop. But there is ways. I mean, there's always a way to help. And I think yes. that the world is especially tough right now. So if you have it not as tough, you should be like give an hour, give two hours. Yes. And if you don't have time, give 20 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. and I mean, there's ways that just the the um, gravitas of being an attorney, just being present at I events. I like how you said it, too. It, it just is a douchebag <laughs> word, so I have to, you have to say it, it in like a douchebag way. Um, but it's like fiance. And I really like how um. you, like, people can't he- see it on the podcast, but how you used your beautiful hand and nails. Oh, like thank to- you. My nails are very long um, <laughs> and fancy. But, you know, just being an attorney present at an event, people are like, you know, oh, okay, like you can use your reputation in the community or your mm-hmm. status in order to just being somewhere can help elevate yes. a cause or can help elevate a message and, yeah, you know. Or empower someone that wants to be an attorney that didn't think they could. Yes. yes. Like when I passed the bar, my mom got me a shirt that just says abogada on it, which is attorney in Spanish. And I wear that to, whenever I go do things, I yes. wear that so that little girls or, other, mm-hmm. you know, kids or whoever can see like, that bitch did it. Like, I can do it, too. Like, yeah. she's a mess, you know, or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. I can do this, too, you know? Mm-hmm. So That um, is so meaningful. I saw it time and time again at my last job. Yeah. When we did college or high school student panels to see someone that looks like you, right. that made it through college, that conquered all those barriers. Yes. I don't yes. think people realize. I mean, there's so many nonprofits you can volunteer at. Yeah. Right? There's yes. So, so, so many. And I think on that note, we'll, we will have links to all of these organizations mm-hmm. in our show notes. So Legal Aid, Planned Parenthood, Ivy Black Girl. Um, is the South Omaha Clinic work off donations at all? I mean, it is run by Peshek Law and Ross pretty much created it and runs yeah. it by himself. So I'm sure they would love donations. Of like cookies or something at least. Or, yeah, yeah. Or t- definitely time. I know that the issue is um, it's every single week. So mm-hmm. if I can't be there, Ross is by himself. So if you're an attorney and you have some time and you like to help others. Do you have to be a Spanish speaker? Because that was my thought. No, because we have people who are there who there are other like law students or, you know, um, legal assistants who like to come and just do interpreting, help induce to interpreting. Mm-hmm. So I would come and like help check people in. Yeah, that would be great. Um, definitely. Does like, margaritas come with it afterwards? There you are bring, many restaurants yeah. nearby <laughs> that we can support with our dollars. Yes. And buy margaritas. Yes. That's why I was yes. like, mm, yes, yes. <laughs> but no, I would totally go. I mean, because I think also it's about knowing other parts of Omaha and also right. other people's struggles. It makes you a better person. When you have empathy to Absolutely. what other people are going through. Yes. Because I feel like some people, you know, just, I think that's so important in Omaha. We are very segregated. Mm-hmm. Take yourself out of that box, right? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. learn about other parts of town, other people's struggles. Just like their life. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just their everyday life. It's it's a totally different, I mean, South Omaha feels like a totally different world. Mm-hmm. Like, then, you know, I don't go west. Like, I don't feel comfortable in West Omaha. That's just like, me personally, mm-hmm. I feel way more comfortable in South though because 
people look like me, people talk like me, people are from my community, my culture. Like, so, you know, yeah, everyone should definitely be reaching out. Get out of your box, get off your ass, do Mm -hmm. some work, donate some money. If you can't do the work, donate the money. Donate the money. We all know you have it. You know, you're attorneys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And if you need money, you could always do our private attorney involvement where you would get money. Yes. Yeah. Like if you're starting, I have some friends who, you know, decided to start their own law firm after mm-hmm. they graduated um, law school. And a great way that they built their practices was to start taking on volunteer lawyers project cases or taking on the, mm-hmm. you know, low bono or pro mm-hmm. bono cases. And mm-hmm. they, you know, you get guidance the whole way and they learned how to do areas of law and, and they built their practice and now they're successful, you know, and can take private paying mm-hmm. clients yes. and things like that. So, there, so yeah, there's a quid pro quo benefit. Quid pro quo bono. We do have some fun gatherings for our volunteers and our PAI yes, attorneys. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, yeah. do stuff. Yeah, do stuff. Do stuff. There's money. a lot of cool nonprofits celebrate what the work that they do, provide time and money. Yes. As someone who does fundraising, it's not an easy job. Being a nonprofit employee is not an easy job. It's not a cakewalk. And, <laughs> and at least thank nonprofit employees. Yes. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not just me, but like specifically yeah. thank Megan when <laughs> yes. you see her in the street. I just think I don't think people re- have realized how hard even the pandemic has just been on nonprofit employees. Yeah. Because we haven't ha- got to take a break. Yeah. And we've been required to go above and beyond. And I'm not even direct service, right? Like I get to sit at home and do that, mm-hmm. do the fundraising. But for those that have been on the front lines, mm-hmm. um, helping people just stay just like, maintain just maintain yeah and maintain Live has been hard and breathe yes mm-hmm. yeah. well thank you again for joining us yes. and for deanna being also with us today yes i love being here thank you so all right thanks for listening and check out the show notes and yes. get off your ass and donate yes right. <laughs> bye thank you for listening to the lady lawyer league podcast and be sure to like and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts if you would like to learn more about our firm hightower rep law please visit our website at hrlawomaha.com. We'll see you next week.